welcome back to the ancient world morning show hope you're having a great morning and a good coffee and uh, we're back now after a few months we've been doing lots of work with the ancient world and especially dante we've been having a, a big series about the inferno this summer and then also now with the paradise with each sphere we made a mini series of eight episodes from the sun and all the way to the empyrean and um, after just one week of a break after that we, we opened up again the second volume of the Divine Comedy and started looking at Purgatory again. And now we're doing this in a very meditative, uh, slow way. So we, we had two um, two episodes on, on the website podcast with just reflections and a bit of reading of the opening scenes. And uh, we're going to talk about now the, the last third of the first chapter of the Purgatory, just kind of how... How Dante is setting the scene of the theme of the second book in the trilogy, which is about renewal and rebirth and, and uh, fixing yourself and purification and also changing the moods quite dramatically from the first few sentences from the whole first book into something that is green and fertile and full of natural beauty. And also Purgatory has, the, has another sense of... Um, it has time as one thing. So you have the sun is rising and setting and you have days and nights. And it's also much more of a you know, uh, practical, in a sense, down to earth, um, starting the work of self-improvement in many ways, or also just learning more about life and uh, how to navigate things and how to gradually understand better you know, what, what is working and the nature of both the world and many sides of the human nature. So um, the opening is super beautiful. It's just, uh, it changes the mood in, in just, well, the first three verses with, uh, for better waters now, the little bark of my poetic powers hoists its sails and leaves behind that cruelest of the seas. So with that, especially the third verse, is just we put the whole of Inferno behind us. And now we are going for better waters and he's kind of putting hope back again after taking it away in the third canto of inferno when we enter the gate now the hope is fully back and this for better waters now and he says i shall sing about that second realm where man's soul goes to purify itself and become worthy to ascend to heaven so that's the main framing of the whole second book and he invokes Calliope, and then comes the epic poetry through her as the, uh, the, um, the leader of the muses and the muse of epic poetry. So then you get the tender tint of orient sapphire, suffusing the still reaches of the sky as far as the horizon deeply clear. Renewed my eyes delight now that I found myself free of the deathly atmosphere that had weighed heavy on my eyes and heart. And then shortly after this, they meet the guardian of the Purgatory Mountain, which is Cato. And they have a, a conversation with him, but uh, Virgil is, is talking to him, while the, the pilgrim is just, uh, he's stopping and he's also just sitting on his knees and listening to this uh, as a sign and indication of the theme of humility, which is very central. Perhaps the most important part of this is that in order to, to embark on this journey through the second book, 
there is a need of humility as a as a kind of uh, overall approach to be able to actually go through this and learn and do the necessary work. And there's also the look up in the skies and they see four stars, which are uh, symbolic of the four cardinal virtues of temperance, fortitude, prudence, and justice. So as the four values that, that will be helpful to kind of on the, uh, as guiding lights on this journey. And then after Virgil, has explained to Cato the journey they're on and also that they are being, this is on a, on a mission that started from a lady from the heavens, uh, meaning in the way he's for, phrasing it, it means Beatrice, but it's also then implied through all the three heavenly ladies with Virgin Mary, Lucia, and then Beatrice. So the last part of the canto is this, with that he vanished, meaning Cato. From my knees I rose, because the pilgrim has been sitting on his knees all the time as a, again, a gesture of humility. And silent, drawing closer to my guide, I looked into his eyes. He said to me, follow my footsteps. Now we must turn back. For over there, the plain begins to slope, descending gently to the shore below. That's another thing here that they have to uh, descend gently is another uh, indication of the humility theme. The dawn was gaining ground, putting to flight the last hour of the night. I recognized far off the rippling waters of the sea. So this is right before dawn, pointing to the theme of rebirth and a new day. We made our way along that lonely plain. Like men who seek the right path they have lost, counting each step a loss, till it is found. So this is again pointing back to the opening of the first book when he has lost uh, the right path. The, the, in Italian it's like the dritta via era smarita. So now they are, uh, he's now making the, the hint that now we are finding the right path to start fixing things. When we had reached a place where the cool shade allowed the dew to linger on the slope, Resisting a while longer the sun's rays, my master placed both of his widespread hands gently upon the tender grass. And I, who understood what his intention was, offered my tear-stained face to him, and he made my face clean, restoring its true color, once buried underneath the dirt of inferno. So this is the symbolic scene of purification and then washing off all the stains that are still left from the journey through the inferno. At last we touched upon the lonely shore that never yet has seen its waters sailed by one who then returned to tell the tale. This is partly referring to the, the, the story about Ulysses and the death of Ulysses that and Ulysses then as a symbol of arrogance and overconfidence in in the in reason and not accepting the boundaries and limitations of rationality and reason so he on this final journey goes out of the mediterranean out into the unknown and then he sees a mountain and an island in the in the distance but then they're hit by three storms and then the boat sinks meaning then that so there's something like the forces of nature or just the nature of nature in itself 
sets these boundaries as long as you have only focus on the rational part of life. But now the pilgrim has went beyond this. And then also that nobody has come to that shore, to purgatory, and then gone back to tell about it. There, as another willed, he girded me. Oh, miracle. So Cato has told Virgil to take a, a reed around the waist of the pilgrim as a symbol of humility and also as a contrast to in the inferno when he has um uh, so he has around his waist a symbol of overconfidence because he tries to use that as a lasso to catch one of the beasts in the opening and he throws that um, the thing he has girded around then into the the deep of uh, after the circle seven in inferno to to um get the monster Jerian up from the deep to kind of tempt the monster because the <laughs> monster of fraud is um, attracted by arrogance and overconfidence. So now we have the complete opposite, which is then the, the reed, the soft reed that he's girding around his waist. And then it ends on a note, which is another overall theme of the purgatory. So a miracle, when he pulled out the reed, immediately a second humble plant sprang up from where the first one had been picked. So this just means the rebirth, he picks up a reed and then a new one is there immediately, like a miracle. So there's also uh, one of the first indications of the abundance of life. Once you start on the right path, there will be kind of multiplying effects often. And then there, there is, there's no shortage. You take up the read, the humility, and there will just be another read coming up immediately. And then that's kind of sets the whole rebirth theme also for the rest of, of the whole book. So um, we're going to stop it here. This was just one page <laughs> from the ending of, of Canto 1. And um, we will probably do more just small scenes and, and, and topics and ideas from the purgatory this time since we've been through the whole story chapter by chapter before and um, just finding those those moments and those places where you have beauty and inspiration and some nice uh, food for thought so um, hope some of this was interesting and also maybe a bit inspiring to keep having a look at Dante and the Divine Comedy and hope you're having a great morning still and a good coffee and Thank you, as always, so much for listening and see you again next time.